Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. All right, guys. Welcome back to Hot Rods and Happy Hour. This is Rob Pitts. We've got Smitty and Breezy in the studio. And, of course, we've got the world famous at Golden Corral, Hot Rod. I don't even need Golden Corral, man. That's messed up. I like Golden Corral. They got a good breakfast. They do have a good breakfast. Stay away from the chocolate wonderfall. <laughs> Anyhow, Hot Rods and Happy Hour brought to you by Golden Corral. <laughs> <laughs> not yet, not yet. Hey, Golden Corral, though, if you're listening, hey, we'll, you know, we'll take it. Hey, we need your money. <laughs> like bills to be paid. <laughs> All right, so we're done with the news. You guys aren't sold on composite Self, tires or self-driving Fords. Hey, whoa! Well, I do composite work. That is not composite. Yeah, that's you not said composite. Nothing about that's, resin that, or fiberglass. That's space junk tires. Is it composed <laughs> of junk? It's composite. All right, yes. space junk. I'll, I'll give you that. <laughs> all right, so Rob, I'm gonna ask you. All right, what is your dream garage? Oh man, I tell you, I love the old barn type type garages. Right. You know what I mean? Like with the, the tall loft in the middle, you know, like probably where you put eight cars in there, part diagonal, four down each side and have that wide center, wide open, have a loft up top, a little kick out cabin. Right, right. You know what I'm saying. Where if I had a wife, like it would matter, I'd have somewhere to go. <laughs> and I mean, you know what I mean? Like something really cool, a lot of cool old signs. I mean, of course, big toolboxes, things like that. But... My neighborhood won't allow me to build one like that. Oh. Oh, no? Yeah, the HOA. Remember, I was telling you about it. Yeah. They wouldn't let me build one. I mean, they still got their memories in a twist from the night I was letting the booth thing idle all night long. <laughs> hey, I'm going to tell you something. They were complaining about sleep. I can't sleep when my holly ain't right. I See, I agree with you there. I, agree. I was losing sleep because because my jets were not you know set properly. I agree. I agree. I, I agree. mean, you know what I'm saying. I thought I had a float stuck. Leave me alone. <laughs> All right, Schmitty, Bree, I don't know which one you want to take this, but you were a joint package. I'm going to let Schmitty take this one because we've actually discussed this oh, most of our it's, marriage. It's, it's pillow couple talk. It's so it cute. Is, and this is the one time when we're actually sweet to each other. So All take right. it away, baby. All right, Schmitty, Dream Garage, go ahead. I like the whole, like Rob said, the barn style, but I can't afford that. So I'm going to stick with, you know, just a. A nice little garage that I can, I'd like to have a three bay. One with a paint shop, one with a dirty side with your with your Bondo dust and your fiberglass resins and all of that mess. And then the other side to where you can it's your show, do some work. It's, it's your, well, it's your showroom. Yeah. Well, you got to have one room that's just like the altar. Yeah. <laughs> and, so, then, you know, you got to have two on the house so the dailies can get parked in there. That's right. When you open I know the, what house you're thinking of right now. Yeah. You're, yeah, you've yeah. got that. Well, that a, one's actually got four. You painted, it's got five. You painted a pretty picture. No, no it's got four built, like and it. then two on the house. Oh, yeah. It's I actually see. a house near my parents' house, yeah. and 
we didn't get to get it. So he's he's been heartbroken ever since. I can't I'm, afford it. I'm a, little, I'm a heartbroken. I'm a little heartbroken hearing about it. Yeah, it I'm sounds a, like a magical place. Oh, it's very magical. We'll it to you. We hadn't said one thing about the house. We we're just talking about the garage. You're like, it sounds magical. Yeah, <laughs> I don't care about the house. They could yeah. take it. I ain't worried about yeah, it. Yeah, we can sleep in a tent. I mean, there was there was four bays. So you know, I was thinking the fourth bay was going to be mine and hers garage apartment. You know? Or, or well, Rob, like the man always says, you can uh, sleep in a car, but you can't race a house. That's right. That's right. My mother always used to say, I can always see you in a single wide trailer with a 12-car garage. Amen. I see Preach. Priorities. That. Right. <laughs> That's how you know they're in the right spot. It's like your car's got windows, but your house don't. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So I guess that leaves me in my dream garage. Um me, I'm shooting for the stars. I, I like a nice metal building, just to be honest. You know, stone front, you know, strong, stone front fascia. Big, tall ceilings. I like the loft thing, too. Good but, LED lighting. Good, yeah, great yeah, LED lighting. There's nothing worse than walking into a shop and have to strike a match to see if the lights are burning. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, I want just clean, like surgically clean, sterile room. I mean, just... Pers- and then you walk in, it's going to be like... <laughs> Well, thank you. But oh, no. Can you please do that again? <laughs> I, what is this, the Rob Pitts sound, sound effects, effects hour? <laughs> well, no, I was talking about how he flailed his arms up like uh, a girl. Oh, yeah. Uh, well, they can't see that breezy. But I could. Just Go, let's get back to your garage. No, but I, I want a nice bar in there where people can come hang out, maybe a poker table off in the corner, so kind of like a hangout, and just look at all the uh, odd cars I have. <laughs> My collection of odd rods. <laughs> My collection of oddities. Ooh, it could be like Ripley's, believe it or not, in your garage. That they run? <laughs> <laughs> That's cold. That's cold. Oh, man. I'm going to start jerking spark plug wires off your cars every time I see them. Just take them with me so they don't run. That's the only way you could do it. <laughs> <laughs> so mean. So mean. So mean. So mean. All right, so what, what are some tools you'd keep in your garage? What are some tools essentials, uh, essentials for Mr. Hot Rod himself? Well, I mean, you know, this is the thing, and, and I'm a bit spoiled on this because, obviously, I, we have a diesel truck shop. It's a family business, so that's where all the serious hot rodding goes. But you need tools at home, and you're in the home garage. I mean, I mean, you always have anything can happen at the house where you're changing a gasket or putting brakes on a car, putting brakes on the wife's car. I mean, it don't even have to be a hot rod. It can be your daily driver. And, uh, you know, you need your basic hand tools. And that's kind of what we're getting at today is all the different types of tools and different things you can have in a home garage. And we're going to be talking about the quality of tools and things like that. But, you know, ideally. So what are some tool essentials for Mr. Rob Pitts? Well, first off, you got to have something to put your tools in. Right. And a toolbox is important. Do or a bucket. Re- Funny story on this. <laughs> One of my first jobs in the automotive field, I worked for CarMax, the auto superstore. And, uh, the way car buying should be. That's right. We actually uh, we built this store here in Greenville. And you know when we're setting it up, they brought in technicians from all over Charlotte, Atlanta. That is killer sign-on bonus, whatnot. So you've seen all types of technicians. And it was so funny. We had a guy that actually came from the Ferrari dealership. He wasn't a tire technician by chance, was he? No, he wasn't a tire technician. He was a Ferrari technician. He came in with this double stacker Matco box that had closets on both sides, like big closet doors. You could walk in. It had a shower stall on the side of this toolbox. (laughs) This toolbox was 12 foot wide. It was brought in on a rollback. 
The thing that was cool about it, I mean, we seen this box had these big Ferrari emblems, you know, painted on the doors and all pinstriped out. I mean, he was just Mr. Too Cool for school. And the guy beside him pulled up in a Toyota Corolla, opened the trunk, and pulled out a five-gallon bucket full of tools. <laughs> My man. And set it down. He's, a, I, mini, he's a mini trucker. And, yeah, I mean, but I want to tell you something. Man. That guy with a five-gallon bucket would kill him on hours, the Ferrari guy. It blew my mind. Mm. That was probably a $40,000 toolbox, and he had a $4 bucket. Well, you can get a lot of them buckets for free, so. Yeah, I'm sure it was a freebie. <laughs> but, uh, but I mean, yeah, and the thing is, he was there for about four months before he actually he bought a Craftsman box. So it's not exactly the box. You know, you don't have to have a $10,000 double stacker Snap-on Mac or Mac or whatever. You know, there's several, several different, you know, ways and cost-effective ways of buying a toolbox. And you don't need a huge toolbox if you're not going to have, you know, a load of tools in it. Right. But definitely a good-sized box to keep your tools in. Well, I mean, I like what you got at home. You know, they're not that big. They're, you know, what, maybe four foot wide, three foot tall. Well, yeah, the uh, the roll carts are really big now. Yeah. And, you know, they've, they've come a long way with all that stuff, you know, as far as, like, you know, there's multiple drawers and workstation on the top. So it's handy because you actually got a workbench. A roll cart because it's mobile and six rows of drawers. And I think that's the way to go anymore. Really and truthfully, for about anything you would need at home, you would have more than enough. All right. So, what tools would you keep around the home? Well, obviously, you're going to need a good socket set. You know, keep in mind, new cars are all going to have your metric sockets in it. So, you need a standard metric, good, you know, deep well, shallow 12 point, six point socket set. You know, Craftsman, Cobalt, anything like that. I mean, Harbor Freight, Pittsburgh Tools, they sell, I mean, that's fine for at home use. Um, you know, obviously a good quality screwdriver set. You know, not the ninety-nine cent ones like they give you at Harbor Freight. Like a good screwdriver set. You know, I mean things like that. I'll tell you something else that's really important. You need some good hammers. You know, a good ball peen hammer, maybe a good rubber hammer, or a nice rock. A nice yeah. rock will do. Or a hammer. Or a crescent wrench. Yeah. yeah. Or, or you know, and, uh, and that's another good thing there. You're just picking that smithy. You also need a really good combination wrench set. Well, and like I said, you know, you know, some good wire pliers, things of that nature, something to strip wire with. Good set of pliers, good set of vice grips. I tell you, that's a very handy, very handy item right there. Maybe and a few then, razor scrapers. And then you can play the vice grip challenge. You can play the, or you can actually use them for work, like real people do. No, I got. I'm the, I'm the reigning vice grip challenge champion at well, my workplace. Well, I tell you what, you can tell us all about the vice grip challenge, and we're gonna talk more about tools in your home garage right here on Hot Rods and Happy Hour. All right, guys, welcome back to Hot Rods and Happy Hour. This is Rob Pitts, Hot Rod. What's happening, dude? Man, I'm just hanging out. Breezy, Schmitty, where y'all Yo. doing? What it is? I'm telling you, we're talking tools. We are talking tools. We're talking vice grip challenging. Yeah, the vice grip challenge. So, you ever do the vice grip challenge growing up? Um, the only vice grip challenge I ever have is trying to get a broke bolt out. <laughs> so, all right, just quick, because this is a fun game, actually, especially in the shop. You take a pair of vice grips and you slowly tighten them and see who can click them and go the longest. I think that was a union thing. It must be. I it don't, it don't take a. You know what? What else do you do? You can paint a fence and see how long it takes for it to dry. Oh, it depends on the paint. It tells you. But what I don't tell you on the vice grips is who's the man. You got to figure that out for yourself. Well, well I think grips. we already figured it out, and Odd Rod's the man. Yeah, calm down, banana hands. All right, easy. All right, so what's some other tools you need in the garage? Well, like I said, you know, you need a good crescent wrench set, good screwdriver set, and actually maybe a good pry bar. And now you need something to pull the wheels off with. So either A, you could use a good lug wrench. You know, like a long handle, like breaker, cheater bar. Right, right. Or you get a you know a star, which is totally worthless for anything with mag wheels on it. Um, you know, and actually some good impact sockets. You know, your three quarters. 
Exactly. And then, well, to run an impact gun, to run a voom voom, you also need an air compressor. <laughs> Which, you know, I mean, not every home shop needs an air compressor, but they're extremely handy. Vroom, vroom. Whether you're pumping up tire or pumping up a tire <laughs> or pumping up a pool float for the kids. I mean, anything. <laughs> or your date. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying on it. I mean, this is the thing that's really cool. that To have air compressor in your dirt cheap, and there's several, several cool things you know you can do or buy these things. There were so many cool tool stores now and all that stuff. You know, Home Depot and Lowe's have stepped up really big with their tool selections and things like that. And now you've got the new competitor in the low-end tool market, Harbor Freight. And Harbor Freight's coming on strong with this stuff. Harbor Freight. I'm going to tell you something. Harbor Freight's coming on strong. And I'm a big fan of the Harbor Freight. Now, I love Snap-on. I know you're Matt, always dragging me there. But it's a fun store. Uh, they they Chuck, always... Smitty. I love it. I love, I Harbor, love Freight. Harbor Freight. I can never go into Harbor Freight and not buy something. Well, they'll give you something just for coming. But, I mean, it's yeah. a cool store. And, I mean, now keep in mind, I mean, they've come a long way. And this is a big problem in the tool market nowadays. Because, you know, you got your big dogs. You go, Of course, you got Mac. You've got Craftsman, you've got Snap-on, you got Matco. Those are your four real big wigs in the tool market. Now you got a lot of smaller subsidiaries, subsidiaries of these, but those are your four big dogs in there. Now this is the problem though. They've stayed right where they were, and their biggest selling point was made in the USA. And don't get me wrong, I'm a huge fan of that. But now a lot of these tool companies are having things made overseas. Well, when you have things made overseas, China don't really care about trademarks or mm-hmm. copyrights or anything like well, that. Well, U.S. patents have no leadway in China. So. Right. So now they're making you know these high-end wrenches in China or Taiwan or wherever. Next thing you know, all the wrenches are high-end wrenches because they're using their designs and all that. And now you have these lower-cost tools that are a lot better quality. So it's not necessarily their quality has went down. But the lower price tools quality has went up. Well, it's like we've talked about this before. When we're out at SEMA, you watch and you'll see, you know, people walking around at different tools and just sitting there taking pictures and all this. And what they're doing is, is people well, from. It's not even tools. I mean, it's body kits, it's car parts, it's, it's everything. It's everything. And what it is is people from China. And what they do is they take these product ideas back home, reverse engineer them, and they can mass produce them at a cheaper rate. And then next year you have their product. They're selling them. They're, they're your yeah, competition. They're, yeah, they're they're they exactly. They're your competition at a cheaper rate. Well, and I mean, and this is and this is where Harbor Freight's come in. And I mean, you know, Harbor Freight is just more than hand tools. I mean, they got a lot of electric tools and things like that. I mean, that's great. They got wood chipper. They do have a wood chipper. I mean, but they have generators. Which I'm trying to convince myself of a reason why I need to buy one. To chip wood. I mean, I would just be throwing all I'll kinds be throwing of crap. toothpicks in it. Yeah, I would be throwing all kinds of stuff in there. Because I can get chip bamboo because I got plenty of that. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like, can we get this thing for a test drive? For I, the think, I think Josh lives in China, all the bamboo that's over there. I'm, I'm waiting for a panda bear to pop out, <laughs> a koala, whatever. Koala, yeah, yeah, they're they're koala. Koala. Them too. Mm, whatever. But, but this, I was the kid that didn't go to the zoo. We're yeah. car people, not animal people. Sorry. <laughs> but this is the thing that's funny about that, though, is because you see these tools coming out. And I mean, they have aluminum race jacks. I mean, I remember like, when the aluminum jacks came out. Now, those things were six, seven, eight hundred dollars a piece. Harbor Freight's got them sixty bucks with a lifetime warranty. I mean, they stand behind this stuff, and Harbor Freight has become so popular. I mean, they've come out with their own brand of big toolboxes. I mean, I'm talking about double roller drawers, high quality stuff at an eighth the price of a Snap-on or a Macco or a Mac box. 
And they're actually, I actually use one of those boxes at work. It actually works really well. I mean, well. they're, I'm not going to say they're quite that quality yet. No, they're, they're definitely good. not quality, but they're, they're good. good. Home quality, more than enough. Yeah. More than enough. And I mean, there's a lot of guys that are using them in shops. Well, what's really great about Harbor Freight, you'll be sitting at home about midnight, getting ready to go to bed, and then all of a sudden you get an email. Because they're having the sale of the year every week. it's like they're closing every week, and it's like Christmas. But I love the coupons, though, the 20% off coupons and all that stuff. And I'll tell you something else about Harbor Freight. Harbor Freight's actually looking out for their customers. The Harbor Harbor Freight's president, Eric Schmidt, is giving $500,000 to trade schools all across the U.S. He's actually having a competition. So we got any shop teachers, any guys in trade schools right now, be sure to go into Harbor Freight. There's details all over their website about it. That's very exciting. And I want to tell you something. You know, when I went to trade school, you know, Snap-on was there. And if you finished the course, you know, you got like a coupon for 20% off. <laughs> Harbor Freight's giving you five. Harbor Freight's giving you. I mean, five hundred k. You could buy at Harbor Freight. You yeah. buy the whole store, fully stocked. <laughs> but this is the thing that's cool about it. I mean, they're really stepping up to bat. Yeah, I mean that is an awesome thing. Anytime someone like that steps up and helps, and, and all they're doing is helping the industry out and helping the future of the industry by doing stuff like that, and it's a great thing. Well, it really is. You know, there's a lot of people that are gearheads that can't afford, you know, a three hundred dollar screwdriver set. Well, I mean, realistically, you know, I, I think last time I seen a Mac uh, Mac Tools screwdriver set was like six hundred dollars. Well, no, there's different ones. Well, I mean, I mean and different but, variations of it. But honestly, though, you know, I'm that guy that, and I agree, you get what you pay for. There, that's no doubt. That's proven time and time again. You get what you pay for. But at the end of the day, what's wrong with a, you know, a thirty dollars Stanley set from Walmart? Well, uh, you man. know, and this is the thing that's crazy. Stanley make was made by Mac, or there Mac is Stanley makes Mac. Um, another thing that tickles me is these brand dominant types. And I'm a brand guy, you know. I'm I'm all about my sunglasses, you know, and and whatnot. But the thing that's funny is I love these guys that are, that are married to the Snap-on drills. Snap-on makes a great drill. They make they do. They make a great product. Do you know who makes Snap-on drills? Who's that? Black and Decker. Black and Decker. <laughs> now it's a higher grade than the Black and Decker you would buy at Walmart, but it's made by Black and Decker. You know, I have a Black and Decker blender. <laughs> well, you could almost say it could be a snap-on blender. <laughs> it's uh, it blends bricks. I mean, it's pretty good. But, but you know what I'm saying? I mean, but that's the thing. Like, I'm a big Ryobi fan. I love Ryobi tools. I mean, I got every Ryobi one tool you could possibly have. I have a caulk gun that takes an 18-volt battery. I love those things. <laughs> All right. Well, while we're talking about tools, we got to take a break and maybe pay for some of our own. That's right, guys. I tell you what, stick around. We're talking about tools in this dream garage we're building today on Hot Rods and Happy Hour. Alright guys, welcome back to Hot Rods and Happy Hour. Odd Rod here with the biggest tool of them all, Rob Pitts. Rob, how you doing, buddy? Really? <laughs> really? really? So you got the biggest tool of them all talking about a tool show. Yeah, exactly. Well, I'm here with Odd Rod Pettit, the biggest of all. <laughs> <laughs> Was that a fat joke? No. <laughs> okay. All right. We're Don't good. Don't worry. Then. I'll buy you a Rice Krispie treat later. All right. Do I eat half of his? <laughs> we're golden. <laughs> like the corral. <laughs> really? Really? Another fat joke? No. Okay. All right. Just checking. Okay. All right. We're good. All right, Tool. I mean, Rob, let's uh, let's talk about some tools. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? I mean, we're, we're talking about low-cost tool options, and you know, we're talking about electric tools. Hang uh, on. Hang on. Hang on. I can stop this right here. I can fix this. I know all the tools you need, and it's not going to take some big old fancy toolbox. I got all the tools you need 
and I can almost put them in my pocket. Really? Really. Duct tape and zip ties. That's it. Now, I will stand with you on zip ties. Zip ties are crucial for any toolbox. Cable ties are essential. And duct tape. I'm not the biggest duct tape fan. Uh, Hey, if you need it held together and duct tape can't do it, zip ties can't. If zip ties can't, duct tape can. Well, see, there's no situation where zip ties can't hold it together. Let me tell you why. Because if you need to hold a poker through, you drill a hole through it, then put a zip tie in it. All right. But if you can't drill a hole, zip ties is what holds the world together. I'm just going to throw that out there. And zip ties are holding up the front end of my car at the moment. Just saying. I wouldn't. I don't know if I'd zip ties that. hold everything. I mean, that, those things are ingenious. Well, she's married to a mini truck, and you know what zip ties are referred to, right? Mm-hmm. What's that? Mini truck brackets. <laughs> mini truck brackets. <laughs> but that's. But I mean, I'm ashamed to admit the things I've zip tied in my life. <laughs> Damn right. You might not need to. <laughs> yeah, I probably shouldn't say. Yeah, this is 106.3. I don't think we can say. But What's zip ties <laughs> are. I mean. You see cops using them to hold people in. I mean, that they're tough. Yeah, and I mean you can. And then they got metal zip ties too. This is even greater. Oh yeah, they got those stainless ones. They'll cut you up too. <laughs> zip ties. So zip ties and duct tape are all I need. Yeah, that's some good stuff. That Gorilla Glue is pretty tough too. And then if you need to break it apart, flathead screwdriver, golden. Pop it. <laughs> Just say break it loose. That's yeah. all I need in my arsenal. Well, you actually need a few more things than that. Oh. I'll tell you something else that's really handy to have in your toolbox. What's that? It's a multimeter. A multimeter? You mean a light tester? (laughs) (laughs) There's a difference between a test light and a multimeter. Don't you Uh, just, you know, like stick your finger in the socket? No, 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 no. That's what you did when you were a kid, and that's why you talk like you do now. But. (laughs) See, I've always just, like, stuck the screwdriver to the spark plug. And then, like, set the coil on it and then seeing if it... Was this before the paint chips or after? This was post-paint chips. Okay. Just just saying. So you sniffed a lot of gas growing up or just, just a little bit? A little bit here and there. You just, you just like the smell of it. I did. I did. It wasn't that sniffing. I just like the way it smelled. You know That's what right. I mean? Well, you know, a multimeter is a very handy item. I mean, a multimeter you can actually use at home. You can test your light. You know, you can test a light socket at home with it. You know, you can test an outlet. A light switch with it. Something else you can also do if you have a wiring problem in your car. You can test your alternator with it. There's a lot of handy things with a multimeter. Now, a test light has its purpose. Yes, a test light's a handy thing. Check your alternator with... uh, I checked mine just before I came here, and it was full. Well, every time I use a multimeter, something either sparks, smokes, or gets hot. You're not using it right, apparently. It has a 9-volt battery in it. It shouldn't do any of that. Well, maybe you need to just teach us. Hang on, hang on. While we're here, I want to send out a safety tip. Never put a 9-volt battery in your pocket with your keys. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's That's pretty bad. I learned that. You licked a lot of them, too, I bet. (laughs) Well, that's how you see if they're good. I like doing that. I make her do it. I can't stand it. I can't, it drives me up the wall. It's like chewing a lunar full. Well, yeah, it drives anybody up the wall. (laughs) The... uh, but a multimeter is a very handy item to have. And the thing that we were joking around one time, you know, you got these old school guys who are talking about test lights. Oh, I got a good, you know, I got a good, you know, I got a good light. I got a good 12 volt power. Yeah, not necessarily with a test light. Actually, six volts will fire a test light. So if you need something that's pulling 12 volts, let's say like a switch wire or something like that or a radio, it's not, you know what I'm saying? You need a multimeter to test this wire to see how much voltage you got going on this wire. So, I mean, they do come in handy. They serve a very, very good purpose. 
All right. I know another good tool you need in every shop. This is, I wouldn't say it's essential, but it's really nice to have. What's that? A creeper, and I'm not talking about your weird uncle. That's right. Exactly. Yeah. We're not. We're not. We're not talking about my uncle Jim. We're talking about like really. A creeper is a very handy item to have. And I'll tell you something else. With your jack, you need a set of jack stands with it. Why do you need those? Because if not, your wife will be out there nagging at you. Oh no, no! Don't Put the stars under papers. the car. I'll never forget. I never got so much flack in my life. See, I've always just used cinder blocks. That's right. Yeah, because that's safe. <laughs> when I was in tech school, you know, I took auto body. And this is actually this was not even tech school. This was in uh, career center high Ooh, school. High school. My buddy Robert Head had a two eighty Z. And we were doing some body work on it. And for some reason, we had the front wheels off of it. And we put cinder blocks we stole from building class under it. <laughs> and what we stood them up long ways. I'm sure mm-hmm. Mr. Hall approved of that. No. As <laughs> soon as we let it down on the block, it collapsed and the car hit the ground. Oh, God. Yeah, that's an attention getter. We were trying to figure out how to get this car back up before Mr. Hall came in from break. <laughs> Luck, luckily, luckily for us, he liked to flirt with the cosmetology teacher, I think, or something. He had something going on up front because he never did catch us, but we finally got it up in the air. But well, I mean, I'm just glad we weren't under it. Yeah, that could have been rough. But you know, jack stands are big. But I tell you, what, I got a lot of flack one time. I took I took a picture of a car and I had it jacked up with a wheel off of it. Like, Where's your jack stand? <laughs> That's the problem with you kids in shop. You're always screwing around. You're screwing around. But, I mean, they are very, very crucial. I mean, a car fall on you. I mean, you can lose a leg, arm, or you could die. Yeah. I think Josh almost died a couple weeks ago. Oh, yeah. And I had jack stands, too. I had jack stands. I didn't realize that body of that, what is it, the the Viper truck. Yeah, the SRT-10. Yes. I was putting lowering blocks in the back, pop the leaf springs. You uh, learned a valuable lesson. You know what you do? You don't mess with Dodges. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. exactly. Yeah, keep to them bow ties. They won't do that to you. Well, a spare tire laid down on my shoulder very softly. <laughs> but it put, That's an attention getter. Yeah. It scared me very, very but, bad. I mean, and that's another thing. And I'll tell you something else you need in a shop. A very important item to have. If you got your air compressor and you need compressed air, you need an air blower to blow your shop out with, blow a car out with. Compressed air is a very handy thing. Compressed air is awesome to have around the shop. Yes, it is. And I'll tell you something else. You know, we're talking about all the electric stuff of the drills and things like that. Of course, you need a good drill bit set to go with your drills. But electric tools have come a long way. And now the air compressor tools, like the air tools, they're kind of taking a back seat. Now, I mean, now we got, you know, Half-inch drive and three-quarter drive electric impacts. I mean, that's all we, we've used pretty much in the shop. Yeah, I mean, electric tools have come a long way. They're really not, I mean, I got a nice Maco impact myself, and I would use it over, uh, you know, a pneumatic air, air impact. Well, I mean, I think about it. You ain't got to work with no air hose, no nothing. I mean, and it's I mean, it's super great. Like, if you had a flat on the side of the road, you grab your Harbor Freight aluminum jack and grab your electric impact and Good you're go. in business. Yeah, you're absolutely. Full, I wonder there's something, nothing more dangerous than... A, a trolley jack or a scissor jack that comes with a car. Oh, you don't like oh. the old bumper jacks? Oh, man. Those things are... I mean, whoever designed them hated people. <laughs> I, I mean, like it really it. is. If they make them any cheaper, like they'd be made out of cardboard. They would be made out of composite material. All right. I think I'm probably the youngest person who's ever honestly used a bumper jack. We actually have... Well, they're called railroad jacks in the shop. And basically, they're used to jack up locomotives, but it works the same way as a bumper jack. Right, right. If you're man enough to push it down, it'll pick it up on the other end. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you got that right, but God Almighty, don't ever let go of it. No, 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 no. It'll rearrange your smile real quick. Quick. <laughs> 
Yeah, I mean, it's amazing, though, how tools have come a long way in just terms of safety and, you know, better user-friendly. Well, I mean, they needed to be in a lot of ways. A lot of tools are very dangerous. I mean, you you got something that's picking up 20 tons. It maybe needs a safety on it. <laughs> well, let me just say, I I build electric city buses for a company that I'm not going to name because I don't know if I can or not. <laughs> but you're talking about the impacts and battery impacts and all that stuff. We do not have one single air impact wrench in that shop. And you're working on buses. I'm building buses, yeah. I mean, that just goes to show you. And the thing you got to think about is the expense. I mean, you start running big air compressors and things like that all the time. These things pull power. They're up, most of them are 220, some are 440, pulling all this big power. And now you've got it all in a handheld. No more air hoses, no more couplers, no nothing. Exactly. Exactly. It just makes your life easier. Well, I mean, it's just it's easier to handle. It's lighter. I mean, it's just everything. You ain't got to wait for the compressor to build up. Nothing. I mean, and there's you know, no waste of time. Like, you're a Ryobi man, and we at the shop, we use DeWalt, and then there's Milwaukee. There's several great companies that make these tools. But the cool thing about them is now with the new lithium batteries, they're all interchangeable, and you can just pull the batteries right out of your flashlight and go right into your impact and keep or, working. Or you can go from, you know, like that's what I like about like the Ryobi One products. I mean, you, know, you can put it in your sawzall, your drill, you know, your jigsaw, skill saw. I mean, any Ryobi makes Ryobi makes a portable air compressor that's battery powered <laughs> and a polisher that's battery powered. We use Milwaukee at the plant, and I'm telling you, man, I'll swear by Milwaukee. Milwaukee is a great product. Milwaukee, Makita, both they make they make great stuff. I mean, they're all neck and neck with all that stuff. I mean, they're they're and I mean they're getting stronger and stronger. I mean, I've seen like 24 volt systems now. Yeah. Absolutely. All right, guys, we got to go uh, go on a break and pay some more bills. We got to put our batteries on charge. <laughs> exactly. But we got calling guest who's going to tell us a little bit more about uh, high know, quality tools. High quality tools, exactly. Coming up next, right here on Hot Rods and Happy Hour. All right, guys, welcome back to Hot Rods and Happy Hour. Odd Rod. What's happening, dude? I tell you what, buddy, you know, we're talking tools, and I got a tool man himself on the phone. Tim Allen? Close. Okay. We got the Tim Allen. We got the Tim Allen of Asheville, Mr. Patrick Kiever with Matco Tools. How you doing, man? I am doing great, man. What's up today? Oh, just running around like crazy as usual, playing radio show. We're over here talking tools today, and you know we're, we've we've talked we've covered so much already tonight. We've talked about you know home garages and you know what you need in your home garage toolkit, and we talked about professional tools and shops and things like that. But the thing is, the Matco Tool brand has been around for years. I mean, that's that's the big brand. It's one of the big guys out there, and you know a lot of people don't have access to Matco Tools. You know, like like a tool truck comes to the shop every week. Like I get to see you every Monday. But the thing that's cool about Matco Tools is the quality of them. And that's why we got you on there. We, you know, we want to share with some of the listeners and things like that, things about that. So I think Audrod's got a question for you right off the bat. He looks excited over here. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> All right. What is it? Uh, Patrick, what, what are some tools that you see most commonly bought off the truck? You know, what, what are some most common tools used? Uh, the most common tool... I'd have to say our screwdrivers, wrenches, and sockets, your basic stuff. So you still your hand tools are still your popular sellers? Yeah, they're still your probably your number one go-to tools. So have you seen the die-down of pneumatic tools versus the new electrics coming in? We have. We've seen uh, air tool sales slow down uh, with battery tools coming on, with the battery technology getting better every year. Well, I mean, lithium batteries last so long now, you know, and you don't have to listen to this gaudy compressor running in the background, so it's really a great innovation. Well, I mean, it saves power, saves time. It does, and uh, they're getting as much performance out of a battery 
impact now as you do a, a, an air impact. Well, I mean, you don't have to fight with an air hose or anything. And also, if you're on the road, like a road service gig or, you know, an emergency situation, you know, you don't have an air compressor and air hose, so you still have that pneumatic tool convenience, but in a battery, and you can take it with you anywhere you go. Correct. So, what are some things that got you started in the tool industry? Obviously, you got to be tool savvy. You got to like working with your hands a little bit. What got you started? Uh what got me started in the business was uh, after 17 years or so of turning wrenches. Uh, you decided to start selling just, them? Yeah, I decided I needed a change. Um, and this was just a natural progression for me. I've been using them practically my entire life. And then after 17 years professionally, uh, it was just the right thing well, I mean, I will tell you something. It's a, it's a great. I mean, the thing is, there's always going to be technicians and mechanics and things like that. So I mean, it's also also a great career to be in. And, you know, Matco, because you actually you guys have routes like you know like the 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 uh, potato chip guys and the cookie guys and stuff at the grocery store have routes. You actually have routes for tool trucks where you only go to certain shops and then somebody else picks up the route somewhere else and does a route in the other side of town. Yes, that's the uh, the way it works. I have a. Uh, 325 potential customers, and I see them throughout the week. So that's a lot of stops. Yeah, that's that's very very cool. I find it very interesting that you know you started turning wrenches and then went into selling. I actually just made a very similar jump myself. I've been a graphic designer for the past 14 years, and just made it the jump into selling the product that I was once designing. So I think it's very cool. I think it actually helps you be able to sell the product too. It's definitely an advantage knowing the tools, and when you walk into a shop and you see guys struggling with something, you've already figured out a better way to do it and the right tool for the job. It's definitely an advantage to be able to explain that to them and the features and benefits of that tool. Well, I mean, because I mean, a lot of tool guys, and I've seen them before, you know, through the years. I mean, they know all about what they told them about this tool, but you actually know what works and how it's going to work in a real world experience. Yes, uh, I have. Like I said, 17 years prior experience. And I use that to my advantage, like I said, and and just, hey, this tool is better for that than this one here. Even though this one says it will do it, it may not be the right one for the job. Well, I mean, and I'm sure your customers really appreciate that. And, I mean, another thing you got to think about, though, is Matco tools, I mean, is that quality. I mean, there's definitely a difference in tools. Yeah, there's definitely a difference in quality. Uh, over the uh, the homeowner brands, uh, you know, they're made to be used a couple times a, a month, where the professional tool is made to be used day in and day out. Uh, you get a better fit on your inches, a uh, better finish, um, just all around better ergonomics, just the design of it. There's a lot that goes into the design of the tool for that. Well, let's face it, you're not going to leave your kid a Harbor Freight set of screwdrivers. No, sir. <laughs> and we were talking about Harbor Freight earlier, and I, I find it interesting that you bring that up. I don't think there's anything wrong with a man going down to Harbor Freight and buying a set of wrenches if he's just doing doing stuff around the house. But definitely in the workplace, I think you really need to turn to a higher brand of tool. You do. Uh, like I said, when you use the Harbor Freight stuff, you plan on using it once or twice a month at most, or the occasional repair that, that to get you by. Exactly. When you buy the quality tools, you're looking for to make a living with it. You're looking to put food on your table, uh, the 
table for your family. So you want something you can depend on. If I grab a 15-millimeter wrench from Harbor Freight and I round the nut off and because I'm using the wrong tool for the job and now I've got to spend an hour getting that off, it's taking food away from my family and time away from my family that I could be making money with. Well, yeah, and I actually, in all theory, you just lost money by doing that. Well, I mean, I'd rather you can put it like this. You know, when you do your renderings and your drawings, you're not using Crayolas. Exactly. Yeah, I mean, it's no different than, like like Rob just said, I used a $3,000 program to do a drawing, and there's a reason for that. I mean, you use tools that, that help you. Correct. And, and it's just like in any, any industry you go into, there's going to be preferred tools for that, and there's going to be tools that you can just get by with. All right, so you're going to talk to a chef, and he's going to have a certain set of knives that he likes over this set. Exactly. So I'm going uh, I'm to ask you to be a little bit of a salesman here, and I'm going to play devil's advocate. Why Matco Tools over anybody else? What was I couldn't hear you, Rod. Uh, why, why Matco Tools over everybody else? Why Matco? Why Matco Tools? It's uh, Well, I'm going to start off with our um, motto of service, trust, and results. Uh, we put a lot of service into it with the guys we have on the street. And then you want the results out of what you're putting into, and you earn that trust of the guys there. It's a lot about tools, but it's more about the salesman that's selling you the tools or the guy providing you with the tools. Uh, We offer a service that we're there every week. We take care of your warranties for you. We take care of your repairs. We offer opportunities over Harbor Freight that they're not there. Um, When you have a problem with something, you're putting a face to it with me every week when I come see you. Well, I mean, not only at Harbor Freight, you know, not only are you, you know, the, the lower price, you get a lower quality of tool, but you get a lower quality of customer service. Correct. And I think that I think you hit the nail on the head with that. I think that's what it boils down to. You know, you not only are you buying a better tool, you're buying the customer service. And, and I think you just hit the nail on the head with that. Well, I mean, another really, really, really important thing with the Matco tool, I mean, it's made for the professional. I mean, you know, I mean, and there's a lot of home mechanics and a lot of guys that build some killer stuff and do a lot of work at home. So let's say if they want to buy Matco tools, Patrick, I mean, how would they go about doing that? Do they need to chase a tool truck down, or how's that work? Well, there's several different ways you can go about that. For one, you can go to matcotools.com, and you can find a dealer in your area, uh, or you can purchase straight from the website. Or you can call Matco and uh, tell them where you're at, and they will give you the name and number of the dealer in that area. Or, so that's you really know, awesome. I've got my name and number placard all over the side of my truck. If you've seen it rolling down the road, pick up the phone. Give me a call. I'll sell you something. <laughs> but I mean, that's I mean, that's a big thing because I mean, you know what? There's a lot of home technicians, a lot of home guys that want that quality tool, but they don't necessarily have the access to it. Well, that's why it's called a mobile business. Is we can come to you, or we can you can come to us with a you know simple phone call. I'll tell you what, that's awesome, Patrick. I want to thank you so much for talking to us tonight and enlightening us and tell us all about Maco Tools, brother. I tell you what, you stay out there, keep slinging them wrenches, and I'll see you Monday. All right, brother. Y'all take care. Have a good one. All take right. care, Patrick. All right, guys. I want to thank you for joining us for show number thirty. It's in the books. I'll tell you what, another one. It's been great. I love it. We're learning all about tools. We had a great time here on Hot Rods and Happy Hour. With our friends Schmitty and Brielle. They've That's been joining right. us. Guys, been... thanks for coming out. Thanks for having us. Thanks, y'all. All right, They're man. They're buying dinner. Yeah, absolutely, man. All right, guys, you've been listening to Hot Rods and Happy Hour. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. 
Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.